I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Impala Films presents Haunted, the audio drama. Season 2, Episode 5, Presk Fu, Part 4 of 4, written by Benton Hodges. Prince Harry and Meghan's upcoming wedding has been the talk of the week, with their honeymoon being planned to take place oh. in... In other news... Police and volunteers are still on the lookout for Evie Barry, a young woman who went missing near Hadley Castle oh, last night. Stop. Her have been looking for her. Come in. Morning, Abs. Oh, wow. You look like death. You know just what a girl wants to hear. Oh, sorry. At least you got it all in the bucket. Oh, that explains the taste in my mouth. Oh, my head is killing me. I barely remember last night. We did a crawl. Remember? Vaguely. A birthday crawl? Well, a pre-celebration for your birthday and a finished detective exam celebration for me. Well? <laughs> well what? Where's my birthday hug? Oh, no, no. Brush your teeth first. You reek of vomit. You can't be mean to the birthday girl. Well, I was going to make the birthday girl breakfast in bed, but I thought you might... Yeah, you're not wrong. But your mum's got a surprise for you downstairs. Well, don't ruin the surprise. Jesus. Blonde hair. What was I thinking? Right, where did I leave it? Aha! This is Abigail Corbin of 2022 reporting from the past. I found my old dictaphone, a gift from a birthday years ago, and for the life of me I couldn't tell you what I'm recording over, but it worked. It worked though, it actually worked. What I thought was a stupid story to make James's birthday a little more interesting turned out to be true. We seem to be encountering supernatural instances at every turn and finally, after completing the paranormal pub crawl, I woke up in 2018, on the day before my birthday. I'm still me. Old me, that is. Well, no, older me, as younger me just went downstairs. What I have already seen has boggled my mind, but as James would say, I have to remain logical. I don't know how long I'll remain in the past or how to get back. 
Yesterday, I saw the truth of what happened to Evie Barry and her friends. It seems like they were spiked and suffering from hallucinations, believing themselves to be seeing something awful. But for them all to experience it, I don't know. I went to go and help them, but Evie's eyes turned silvery and her vision, it felt like it was burning me, scrubbing me out of existence. And like a flash, the glow was gone. I think something knows I'm in the past. And if, if I don't get back soon, who knows what will happen? Whatever controlled Evie tried to attack me, but we fell into the estuary. I managed to swim to safety, but she got washed out. I don't know where she is right now, but I know where she'll be tonight. I seem to be stuck here for now on my birthday. This day holds a lot of significance, though, beyond being my 21st. My mum and dad have a huge argument tonight because she finds out about the secretary he was with. I'm still with Dan, which is odd. <laughs> I forgot how sweet he could be when we weren't arguing about... Actually, it isn't long before he leaves for Greenville. I mostly spent this day hungover in bed and the rest with Mum, which was uneventful, so maybe I can see what really happened. But first, perhaps I can leave some sort of marking. My old hiding place. If you're listening to this recording, then you opened it before I could get back to the present. Oh. Okay, and, and that weighs worst. And maybe you'll find that symbol too. Ah, there she is. The birthday girl. How are you feeling? Dad, I, I, I'm a little out of sorts. <laughs> well, you are throwing them back like your old man. Did you at least finish the crawl? I think so. That a girl. Ooh, what, why do you reek of seawater? <laughs> Long story. Better clean up before your mother gives you your surprise. Is it a book, perchance? Nothing gets past Corbin women. Nothing at all. Right, I have to head into work. I'd hug you goodbye, but ooh, once again, you reek of the estuary. Yeah, you've made your point, Dad. I'll see you later. Fortunately, Dad didn't enter the kitchen and instead grabbed his keys and left without seeing my prior self. I quietly crept to the top of the stairs to eavesdrop. Oh, it's amazing. Thank you, Mum. I thought you'd like it. I I've got to head into the station to finalise all the details, so I'll see you later, right? Yep. Still on for birthday dinner tomorrow? <laughs> if this hangover's gone. You really shouldn't drink that much, Abs. That's two in a row. I wasn't hungover yesterday. You certainly seemed it. I wasn't even... Right, I'll see you ladies later. Seriously, mouthwash abs. Leave the birthday girl alone. Oh, sorry, but still. Oh, Dan, would you mind dropping these papers off at Richard's office? You go past it on the way to the station, right? Oh, yeah, no problem. See you tonight, Mrs Corbin. See you later, Dan. Well, nothing happens here. Maybe something happened at my dad's office. Right then, let's see if I can still remember how to escape a grounding. Tree branch, trellis, washing up line, trampoline, finishing up with a little somersault. Ow. I managed to avoid attention whilst following down through the streets of London. Slowly but surely he made his way to my father's offices and entered. 
There was no way I was going to enter the building without being noticed, so I waited. About ten minutes passed before he re-emerged, looking incredibly unsettled. He took out his phone and went to call someone, but paused, glancing around before deciding against it. Slowly and unsurely, he began to make his way back towards his office, and I followed quietly. He descended into a tunnel, passing under a train bridge. As I turned around a corner, a man in a series of thick coats stared directly at me, slowly started approaching. You're not supposed to be here. Excuse me? You're not supposed to be here. Uh, okay, I'll just go another way. You're not supposed to be here, Miss Corbin. The same strange pale light appeared from behind his eyes, spluttering to life and illuminating it in its sickly glow. I glanced down for a moment to see my skin beginning to shimmer and burn again. Ah! Quickly, I turned to run, putting as much distance between myself and the otherworldly creature as possible. Once I ran out onto the street and climbed a fence, I felt my body return to normal, the pale light no longer on me. Fuck. It's getting worse. I think I'm overstaying my welcome. Dan knew about my dad's infidelity. I remember that he and my father had a conversation in his office in ten minutes. I always thought it was some dumb man-to-man, what-are-your-intentions-with-my-daughter nonsense, but there must have been more to it. I've hidden myself in a large cupboard in my dad's office. I can't believe Dan was hiding this from me. And you're sure he saw? Sure as shit. And he's a goody fucking two-shoes. Not even a parking ticket. Right. Go get him. I'll think of something on the fly. Let's see. Greenvale. That'll do. Yeah, well, he's been caught offside more than anyone else. Too right, too right. It's going to be a close one. Anyway, Daniel, please take a seat. I'll grab you a drink. I'm sure you recognise this gentleman. Oh, Deputy Commissioner Grady, sir. Please, just Norman here, Daniel. Though, between us, it'll be just Commissioner real soon. Uh, how do you know, Mr Corbyn? Queen's College, Law. Right. And Richard here told me that you just got qualified for detective. And glancing at your performance here, a very apt one at that. I'm sure that would be a fantastic position for such an upstart. Uh, Really, sir? Oh, definitely. You could make DS in no time. Although... Although? Have you heard of a little town called Greenvale? Uh, no, sir. That's the point, really. It's a little town out in the sticks. Besides a few handbag robberies and some minor graffiti, it really doesn't have much going for it. Now, they had an opening at the station recently that I really feel you would shine at. Right. I think I'm getting the point. Superb. They said you were sharp. You see, consider me Janus, and these are your doors. Janus? It's a figure of Roman mythology. I've always been partial to the true classics. You see, he is a god who offers choices. One door leads to a quick rise up the ladder, and the other... Power-washing graffiti 
off the local train station. Precisely. Now, this may seem unrelated to your sudden promotion, but stick with me here. You see, my dear boy Richard here is renewing his wedding vows next month. A lovely little service that Sir Walter Campbell will be attending. Yes, the very same from the House of Lords. And you see, his wife, Mary, and Richard's wife, Cheryl, well, they love to play tennis on Fridays. And Sir Walter is presiding on old Richard's promotion, isn't he? What a big old coincidence, eh? <laughs> a massive coincidence. So, here's the pitch. And it's coming at you fast, Carl, so keep that arm up. That vowel renewal is going to be a lovely day that'll go off without a hitch. And those two hens will be clucking away at tennis before the month is over. And when it is over, you'll be on a one-way train to Detective Sergeant and not a one-way train to nowhere. Understand? Yes, sir. Right. We've been here a tad too long. Go enjoy my daughter's birthday. Sir. Yes, sir. Fucking hell, Norman. You practice that speech in the mirror each morning. Please. I make it three times a day minimum. You owe me. Owe oh, you? This doesn't even begin to make us square. Reading Festival, 88, mm, remember? Oh, how could I forget? Jesus, you forget your wallet at the pub and it's spot me a fiver, you owe me. Reading, remember? I didn't force shovels of coke up her nose. Tell that to a jury. <laughs> Jesus, dick. You ever hear the term don't shit where you eat? How bad was it? Bad. She's the defence lawyer in the DeFeo case. The one you're doing? Yep. I told him she was my secretary, but... An ounce of digging would put your head on the chopping block. I got it. You worried he'll talk? It's fine. The kid doesn't have a spine. My daughter's got more balls than him. Speaking of... My daughter's balls? Well, just your daughter in general. It's probably about time you were getting back. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. You want a slice of cake? I've got to meet with the Prime Minister on rising crime figures, but uh, she can wait. Strong and stable, my ass. Just wait till you see who they've got ready to replace her. Right, shall we? Jesus Christ. Okay, time to get out of here. Your time is running out. Oh, fuck! I slammed the doors on the otherworldly thing inhabiting my father and ran down the stairs. All the partygoers seemed to be assembling in the kitchen, so quietly I hid in the downstairs bathroom. It didn't take long for my father to reappear, back in the guise of himself. My mother walked into the kitchen with a birthday cake lit and the singing began. Slowly, he wrapped his arm around her and gave her a small smile. I barely realised how tightly I was gripping the tower rail in sheer rage. The loud singing was the perfect opportunity. I crept out of the bathroom and swiped the keyring off the table that was meant to be my gift. With the key in hand, I continued to creep outside and toward my birthday party. Oh, fuck. 
I was the one who stole it. Sneaking up quietly, I made my way to the car that was supposed to be mine. Unlocking the door and quietly sliding into the seat, I turned the key. Glancing out the window, I could see into the hall where the door was opening. Dan was followed by my mother, who was quietly whispering something. I wanted to see her, but I couldn't stay any longer, though. I had to be fast and I had to stay hidden. It was a three-hour drive to where I needed to get to. I had overstayed my welcome in the past and whatever freedom I had was clearly wearing thin. I kept my foot down the entire way. The light of the street lamps the only thing to guide me as they whooshed past. I had to keep the lights off in case I was spotted. When I wasn't too far from my destination, I grabbed my phone. Hello? I'd like to leave an anonymous tip. Yeah, Evie Barry. She got washed out by a riptide and down the coast. She's on a buoy. Go off the coast of Dunwich, you'll find her. I only had one shot of this. Evie Barry said in her interview that the bells rung right before her lifeboat found her. The story always said it led wayward spirits home. Maybe it would lead this wayward traveller home. I turned off a dirt road and saw the beach approaching in view. Other cars were parked nearby, presumably part of the search effort. Shit. Wind whipped around me as I ran into the riptide, bathed in the sickly light of my pursuer's eyes. Waves almost taller than myself slammed against the shore and washed around me. I could see in the distance a lifeboat heading out to sea, a searchlight fixed upon its hull. It went further and further out, seemingly out of view and engulfed by the enraging sea. After a few moments it re-emerged, plunging ceaselessly into the dark void, to evil. Oh shit! Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
and that pretty much brings us up to speed. <laughs> what happened after you two left Pub 11? Nothing important. Yeah, not much. It seems silly to suggest, but... Do you actually think she went back in time? I think we are out of rational options. Where would she go back in time to? Well, didn't the legend say somewhere important? Where your spirit changed? So when she listened to the signal? Or her birthday. What happened then? A lot of strange things. But I remember seeing Abigail the morning before, and she didn't have blonde highlights. You didn't think that was odd at the time? Well, she changed her image pretty much weekly at that point. But she looked like how she does now. Right. Well, if she really is stuck in the past, then maybe she left something there for us. Yes, miss. I'm with the police. We believe the previous occupant may have hidden something dangerous in the upstairs bedroom. Do you mind if we quickly look around? Oh, not at all, officer. Jesus, this is a blast from the past. Her room was up here. Right, let's see if she hid it anywhere in there. Hmm. Looks like they never fixed the ceiling. A dictaphone. This is Abigail Corbin of 2022 reporting from the past. I found my old dictaphone, a gift from a birthday years ago, and for the life of me, I couldn't tell you what I'm recording over, but it worked. It worked, though. It actually worked. She actually did it. Yes, lifeguard, please. Can you send a ship off the coast of Dunwich, please? Uh, Somewhere near the sunken church. Uh, Thank you. You really think she will be there? Yes. Evie Barry said that she heard a bell ring before she was rescued by lifeboats. That means that Abigail knew when one was going to ring. And if the stories are true that the bell is for guiding wayward spirits home, then she would be there. Dan, does this thing go any faster? We've been pushing a hundred for the last ten minutes. We'll go faster then. Abigail! Mum! What happened to you? They found me on the boy out there. It's a long story. Yes, we heard. You've been all over the place. It's good to have you back. It's good to be back. I'm glad you're safe, Abs. Thanks. Right. Let's get you somewhere warm. That pub on the cliff is a great place to warm up, right, Dan? Uh, yeah. Right then. Shall we? Are you all right, James? Yes, just a little migraine. My eyes are killing me. Hmm, this one or this one? Uh, The first one. And what's clearer, the red or the green lines? The red ones. Okay. Have you spent much time in the sun, Mr Hunter? Have you seen how pale I am? Well, your retinas are seared like tuna steaks, as if you were staring directly into the sun. That is probably what's causing the pain and blurriness. In fact, if you just lean in here, that's it, and look left, 
and look right, please. Yes, it, it's almost as if a little pattern is burnt into them. Really? Uh, what does the pattern look like? A few lines and circles, to be honest. Very odd. You wouldn't happen to have been staring into any lasers recently. Uh, that must be it. Do you think it'll get any better? It should heal in a few weeks. Just wear sunglasses for a while. Avoid staring into the sun or any more lasers. Bloody kids and their laser pointers. Right, thank you. Oh, sir, my secretary says your NHS details aren't correct. Excuse me? There's not enough numbers. Oh, uh, sorry. I'll email you the details later. I'm in a real hurry. Right. Which way is Hadley? Slowly I clambered up the hill, back to the castle where we had been last night. In the daytime it was far more spectacular. The lone turret, the last defender against an unseen enemy. Slowly I perused through the bushes where I had seen, or at least thought I had seen, the monster, which I now suspected was a shuck. There was no evidence of paws the size of cow hooves, or any sort of matted black fur caught in the branches. But then again I was no master tracker. I moved back to where I was standing from before, atop the hill with a view of the train line and the fields on either side. There were two cows grazing in them. Perhaps one had wandered off when I wasn't paying attention. But in the moment, I could have sworn that such a beast was bearing down upon me. The same that Evie's friends swore they saw. Its eyes burned into my own and could be the cause of my burnt retinas. I was just glad that Cheryl hadn't seen it. Fortunately, she was staring over my shoulder at... No. What would have been behind me the night the beast stalked us was a mirror kept next to the tourist side of the information billboard. Had she seen it too? Mm. Ah, hello old chap. It's Harry. I hope the hangover's treating you kindly. Far kinder than those brisk Highland winds should be treating me. Which leads me to my message. Hate to cancel our reunion, but something quite unexpected has come up. Some of the anthropology and archaeology students here were doing a trip up to Yorkshire to try and collect some samples. And it turns out they turned up something big that needs a symbologist's eyes. I'll be back at the end of the month and we can talk about Mr. Trevino's visit and any other queries you might have. Apologies again, James. Good night. Right, let's get going, shall we? Yeah. Right, sure. What are you listening to, Deputy? Just trying to find a podcast. <laughs> what is it with your generation and podcasts? I swear. Hey guys, welcome back to the Supernatural Truth. Today we have a special for you, an exclusive interview with the Evie Barry. Yes, of Donwich fame, finally coming forward to tell her side of the story. Time travel, monsters and curses are all to come. You... you're not Eliza.
Mother Marwood, I... Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Another negative result? Indeed. Another failure. Oh, I'm starting to fear we will never again achieve the results we need. Keep faithful, Mother Marwood. All is not lost. Thank you, Theo. I suppose there's no shortage of time for the project. It's just taking far, far longer than I expected. As you told me, though, the guest for paradise is worth any struggle. Indeed. Still, I do not relish having to constantly report negative results. What was it you wanted, Theo? Carl Trevino, mother. My sources say he's been sighted about an hour from here. He's closing in on us. Damn him! I cannot work with the constant threat of that man turning up to steal my research. What shall we do, Mother? Hmm. We cannot keep running from him. It isn't conducive to the project. Instead, we need to stop him being able to chase us. Go to my office and bring me my supplies. We need to enlist some help in dealing with this problem. What sort of help? Don't worry about that. Leave it to me. The ends will justify the means. Nothing can stand in our way. Starring Jamie Evans as James Hunter, Isabella Barbieri as Abigail Corbin, and Luke Hunter as Dan Cowell. Also featuring Tess Gustard, Kevin Stemp, Billy Herring, Dean Kilby, Edina Hadley, Charles Topping, Benton Hodges, Harleen Sahota, David Anthony Green, Eve Oliver, Shayla Tharp, Linda Clark, Lila May, Tony Marden, Michael Heath, Tom McCarthy, Rory Jocelyn. Haunted, the audio drama is created by Jamie Evans, with all episodes produced and directed by Jamie Evans and Benton Hodges. Audio engineering by Benton Hodges and Jamie Evans. Haunted is a production of Impala Films and is recorded at Free Sprite Media Studios, with special thanks to Duncan Newham for equipment support. Opening and closing themes by James Crow. Thank you for listening to this audio presentation. Come back next week for the next exciting chapter of Haunted, the audio drama.